Welcome to the Horror Comics Podcast. It's episode 22, and I'm going to be covering... Uh, I know, I know, I know what I said in the last episode in the intro, but, you know, the times they are a fucked. And uh, Joey and I were able to get on and record the follow-ups to the uh, Joe Hill's Hill House Comics line from DC Black Label, DC Comics... DC books, DC rectangular books, uh, however many fucking uh, levels of imprints they feel like they need to do uh, to feel like they're removed while still having their name on it. But um, no, uh, Joey Casco is, yes, again, we are, we're catching up on the Hill House and I am uh, still really enjoying it. Uh, and we'll talk more about what's going on with those books. And yes, I'm going to be getting back to uh, older books and doing as I usually do. I'm, I'm finally settled in. The holidays are over. Uh, my new setup is, is I've got it, you know, good to go. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm very excited to uh, pull some of these things out and catch up and uh, get back to business as usual while continuing to do the show with Joey. Uh, I've had a really good time uh, talking about these books with him. And uh, there's something different about, like, and especially, like, well, anything, really, but especially with the new books, like, talking about these stories in more of, like, a dis- in, as a discussion and bouncing ideas and, like, learning new things because I've missed something. Uh, it's very cool, and I, I really like it. So he, he's going to give, um, at the end, his... Uh, where to go, where to find him, where to follow him. Of course, he writes reviews for weirdsciencedccomics.com uh, on uh, retro reviews and and the and these Hill House comics. Actually, he does the written reviews there. So go check that out. Um, and um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to because I've got a, a lot that I. I know I talked about it in the last episode that I want to kind of dig into. Uh, I've got a stack here of old magazines and whatnot, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I need to come back with a banger of an issue. So I've got a, a few ideas. Uh, I just need to sort of decide, but uh, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for your support. Uh, it really does mean a lot um, that you, you know, just listen and uh, you know, put up with my bullshit, my ranting and rambling and the ads and all that stuff. But the ads really do help. Um, it's, uh, you know, that's one of the perks as you probably heard in the ad, if you listen to it and if you didn't, it's okay. Um, w- one of the actual, it's not like a pre-recorded ad that gets, you know, situated into the episode, which I apologize if they cut in at awkward moments. Like, um, it's hard to, it's hard to time those, uh, because you have to kind of go in after the fact once you're uploading your episode and then situate them there and find a place to cut the audio. I don't know. It, I, I feel like there's no natural way to do it unless, and like, I'm not the kind of person that's like, all right, well, I'm watching the time and it's time to cut it here and I'll know to do that. That would be the responsible thing to do, I know. But um, I just, I, getting off on tangents or like reading stories and doing all the fucking voices and whatever, um, it doesn't, uh, it just, I don't have that kind of discipline, but, um, one thing that is actually just a link, uh, to nightmarethreads.com. Uh, they've got some really cool merchandise dealing with 
horror movies, different horror properties and whatnot. And I got a a Michael Myers t-shirt that is just a plain white shirt with like a rectangular covering the, you know, the center of the full chest of like an image from Halloween two, I think of like him, you know, just standing there. It's just a really cool shirt. Um, and they have all kinds of stuff. It spans, you know, all the different movies and whatnot and some kind of deep cuts too. And they get into some bands and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it, it's fantastic. And I got the shirt and I don't know if they want me to say this, but full disclosure, uh, the first time I actually, I actually ordered the shirt. They were nice enough to give me a really hefty discount code as a partner. So I ordered the shirt and it came in and it actually had been printed like wrong. Like it had been printed um, kind of like just sloppily, like off center. It's not their fault. It's just the people that print. But the reason I'm saying this is actually a good thing. Like their customer service was fucking awesome. Uh, they were very quick to respond. They were very, very easy to deal with. Uh, I sent my shirt back. And I actually, I'm the one that made them wait. I, it took me a long time to be able to get to a post office to send the shirt back. And they had I've replaced the shirt with perfect printing and everything uh, at no cost to me uh, in like no record time. So customer service is fantastic. Um, that happens. You know, it's not, I've had that happen with big major companies, like major bands. You know, I've had shirts come in that are, flawed and you can't even get in touch with anybody to get them replaced so you're just kind of fucked because you paid $45 for a t-shirt which says more about me than I guess the band but regardless uh, no you paid for something and now you can't even get it replaced uh, Nightmare Threads customer service was awesome and I got the shirt back in it was perfect and I love it and um, yeah go check it out but th- the cool thing is yeah, there's a link in the show notes here to follow and it actually, if you if you click that link and go shop and buy some stuff, it helps me out uh, to do the show. It actually um, comes around because they wanted to give an extra coupon code for anyone listening. If you just put in the coupon code at checkout, Horror Comics in all caps, uh, you're going to get 5% off. And, uh, you know, their prices already really aren't bad. And uh, just a little bit off uh, doesn't doesn't hurt, you know. So go check that out. Uh, click the link in the show notes there at the bottom, and uh, find something you like. I even I linked to the shirt that I got because that was like that was my favorite thing that I saw. And I love Halloween of Mike Myers. Um, literally haunts me to this day. Even though I'm not scared of him, I still have nightmares about escaping him. Uh, but terrified me as a child. Uh, so that's my favorite one. But, uh, you know, you'll find your favorites. Go, so go check out uh, Nightmare Threads and be sure to follow the link in the show notes. And when you check out, save a little bit of cash, say 5% uh, by putting in the coupon code HORRORCOMICS. All one word, all caps. Don't know if the all caps matters, but that's what they sent me. And I really appreciate them doing that. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. And, um I don't think I have anything else to add here pre-show, so thanks again, and please enjoy. I'll be here at the end to send us off with all the contact info, etc., etc. What do you got? It's NOLA Brewing Company from New Orleans, Louisiana. 
tangerine wheat. Tangerine wheat. A wheat ale with tangerine. It's a 5.5% alcohol. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's uh, not not too sweet. Just a nice, like, it's actually, this feels like more of like a summer, kind of like on the beach beer. But, uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. You, uh, you got anything, uh, uh night, any no, kind of nightcap I, there? I <laughs> no, I don't. I'm, I'm going sober tonight because last time I drank too much of that, uh, that stout. <laughs> and, uh. I do not remember talking about the last book that we talked about. And I listened to the, the podcast today because you actually released it today when we we're recording. I'm like, wow, I'm not on point. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was, I was drinking a little, a little too, but like I, like I, uh, I was, uh, yeah. I, I didn't notice well, that. Like <laughs> I didn't think you were, uh, it sounded well, like I, drunk or anything at all. I was talking about what was going on and everything. And I just skipped a bunch of them. So I'm listening, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Wait, okay, sorry, it kind of broke up there for a second. You skipped a bunch of what? What was it? Um, I, in my notes, you know, a bunch of points to bring oh. up and, and, you know, what I thought was happening and everything, and I just, I skipped them all, and I, you know, stuttering and just, you know, hey. I got you. Hey, story of my life. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, man. Um, let's see. Where where do you want to start? I mean, I guess we could we could... We're doing Basketful of Heads, number three, and then Lolo Woods, number one, right? Um, I don't know. 21 to do first. Start with the new one, Lolo Woods, or the uh, continuation? What are you talking about? Um, are you cool with starting with Basketful of Heads, number three, and then we can close Absolutely. it out with the one that I think needs a little bit more of a micro microscope or something over at a little magnifying glass uh, to <laughs> dig into what the fuck is going on. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Um, basketball heads. This one is actually basket. I still am b- bad with this, but okay. Yeah. This one is written by Joe Hill. So we've got, uh, it's illustrated by Leo Max, which is an interesting one name artist, I guess. You got Dave Stewart mm-hmm. on colors. It's lettered by Darren Bennett. Hey, we don't need to go into the editors cause most of the time they don't do their job, but here at least they do <laughs> a, a pretty good job with Hill house comics. Um, so this, okay. So this issue, uh, I enjoyed it, but like, it really is kind of just um, you're getting maybe a feel for what the tone is going to be, kind of moving forward, maybe because it's a lot of her talking to the head of this guy, the crook slash police officer, and he's basically just uh, didn't like you know what I mean. He's trying to like protect his story, um, and I guess in turn protect the police moving forward and so that's kind of a lot of that exposition and they're going around it it is i i enjoyed it so it's it's a there's a lot of fun back and forth but you also i think it's something that you you talked about in the last episode when i hadn't read this issue yet and you kind of touched on it very briefly saying like he's he's freaking out you know obviously because of the condition that he's in but also like between trying to be nice but also just being an asshole and like losing his mind uh literally and it's like uh, yeah, I think they played with that really well, um, kind of leading up to where we get to at the end. Yeah, absolutely. And even even with her, where she's you know she's a good person, but she's not going to take any crap from him. Yeah. And uh, I, I really like the just the interaction between the two because they just they're kind of, they're both freaking out. Yeah. And it's like a roller coaster of emotions of what's going on, and especially when 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 he realizes that if his head went into the ocean. And he wouldn't drown. Yeah, I thought that was great. 
Yeah. I thought that was great. It was cool that they showed that. Yeah, he's like, you should have just let me to drown. Like, how are you going to drown? Mm-hmm. You have no lungs right now. You just, you'd just you be underwater getting eaten by a crab. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he freaks out even more. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I just love the just the back and forth between the two of them and how they're, they're – they have – obviously, they have issues with each other um, mm-hmm. because he they, they took her boyfriend and chopped off his finger and all that, and she killed him and everything, but they're in this together. And yeah. I, they realize that they're in it together. It's a, it's to help each other, they need to work together. Yeah. And they're both, yeah, it's, yeah again, you just kind of see them both coming to terms with, like, uh, the situation and how insane it is. Um, so the other sort of... Well, his, his head is chopped off, by the way. We should probably tell everybody that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you didn't listen to the last episode, yeah. Um, yeah. His head is still alive. Um, so what, I guess the other kind of thing is, like, is this an unreliable narrator? What are we really dealing with here? Um, he reveals that um, maybe her boyfriend wasn't uh, uh, Liam, wasn't the person he said he was, because apparently he's telling her that he took money off of so the, the girl that they were investigating that had like jumped off the bridge. I guess she took. Mm-hmm. He's saying that she took all of her possessions and all of her money and everything with them or with her when she jumped and he like took it all. And he like, he's like, yeah, you think he's been just like being broke and he's been living with the chief, but he's like been living high on the hog and they show you that too. He's like got his shirt unbuttoned. He's got these glasses and he's looking like a seventies, uh, you know, police show star. Um, (laughs) he's, he's he's got, he's got, uh, every breath you take on repeat. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Imagine, can you imagine being a prisoner and just hearing that song? I'm watching you basically. <laughs> you know, every movie you make, That's I'm so watching f- you and yeah. he's standing there with a gun and everything. You yeah. Know, and just watch them. What an asshole. Yeah. I like, but I see it's funny. Like that part completely like, I, I got it. I think, and I got a chuckle out of it the first time I read it, but I didn't dwell on it really. And now that you yeah. like bring it up, I'm like, dude, that's really fucking funny. Um, <laughs> that's uh, so good uh, and okay so that kind of brings up and she of course is denying it she's like you're full of shit she rips down this flag that she eventually shoves down the uh, mouth of this head but um, so as they go like she's, they go back to the house and um, the car is gone so they're just walking well they come up on uh, this other police officer uh, uh, Mr. Hamilton well, no, uh, is, is he not well, she goes, they go back into the house and everything. And then she goes to where, you know, where they would keep the guns. The, uh, the, the, uh, that's it. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. So they took out she goes to the gun safe to get guns. Cause all she's got is the ax, but it's gone. And she says that the partners took the guns, but I actually don't think they took the guns. I think the sheriff cleared out everything out of there that they might use to protect themselves. With yeah. These people coming in. And the only thing he didn't think about was this freaking axe that she's using to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, like my head cannon, he's probably like, she can't lift that thing. Like, you know, yeah. like that's probably what he's thinking. And like, sure enough. Um, exactly. and it's, um, but yeah, so they, the, all the cars are gone and everything. She heads out. She's not going to stick around for them to come back, to come get him, which yeah. is he, what he wants to do. And the phone lines are down because they actually cut the phone lines. The electricity is out because of the storm, but they cut the phone lines. So sh- they couldn't call. So Liam and, and, uh, and uh, what's her name? Um, crap, I forgot her name. Uh, June. June. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they couldn't they couldn't call the cops, and he's like, 
I really wish I could call the cops right now so I could report a murder. <laughs> She's like, I didn't kill you. You're not dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, look, you look pretty good for a guy who's dead. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. And I said it was a police officer. It's not. It's, it's I guess, the groundskeeper, Mr. Hamilton, who drives around in his truck for Hamilton Orchards. He, he, uh, has, he has orchard. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, he owns the orchards. He's probably going out just to check on his trees and everything. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, he's the guy that they that the inmates they were taking care of his property. They were like building a wall or something yeah. on his property, and he gave them soda pop and everything to to do the work and actually get out of prison. And you know, it was kind of a kind of a good thing, I guess, a good guy thing to do. Um, but uh, we find out he's not really a good guy. Yeah, um, he's he, um, by the way, he's got a bottle of booze too while he's driving around. Yeah. Uh. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this guy's fucking like some of these some of these shots he looks like from the side he looks like Ray Liotta from one shot from the front he looks like John Goodman in one he looks yeah. like a like a heftier George W Bush I'm like this guy <laughs> You're right actually when they're talking yeah all very consistent with his look but I'm like god who how many people does this guy look like um right. <laughs> But yeah so his story isn't really adding up um I guess but, he's like, uh, the way he's talking, he's like, "My God, girl, what's happened?" And he's he's saying, "My God, child, you're soaked and shivering." So yeah. you think he's actually like concerned about her, and he's he actually wants to help her. Um, but then, so she tells him what happens, but he she never tells him that they cut off his finger, that Liam's finger, and then he brings yeah. it up. Yeah, actually says, uh, "What's he say? You poor thing." So that acts is that in case you run into the men who cut up your boy. Yeah. She never told him that happened. Right. So then I was like, oh, sh yeah. shoot. Oh, crap. <laughs> and he, but he continues to be, like, really concerned about her yeah. until she, and she puts on her, his extra raincoat, and she eventually finds the, uh, the clippers that they use to cut off his finger, and uh, she realizes what, what's happening there. Yeah. That uh, he's part of it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm so curious about where this is going, but also, I, she, whenever she, whenever he says that, the, like the man who cut up your boy, she, they had her play it really well. Like she just goes along. Uh, she's like, ah, uh, she just stutters. She's like, ah, uh, yes, I. They took Liam away to dune buggy, but one of them stayed behind. Whatever. But she plays it off uh, the whole thing with the axe. But like, oh, that they got away. Whatever. Um, yeah, she. So, yeah, she warded them away. She doesn't say that she chopped off somebody's head. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> So they got to come up on this tree that's been, you know, knocked over across the road. She's going to try to use the axe to chop pieces of it away so they can get through. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. This isn't going to work. First of all, you're not going to be able to push the tree uh, <laughs> out of the way. Yeah. Uh, chopping it's going to take forever. Um, yeah. So uh, when she finds the clippers, then you see him standing behind her. He hits her with like a chain um, and yeah. like, knocks her into a puddle. She does come back and get a nice little chop with the axe on his leg which i'm like how did that not chop his leg off but he starts just beating her with this chain uh until well she's not necessarily unconscious she's just like barely hanging on uh and he's like stay down it's almost over and he's rearing back to hit her again it says next issue find out what happens when you stick your neck out for a stranger um mm. and so uh yeah i um I'm still into this story. I am. And this, is, this isn't this is like a down issue. It just, this one's a little bit more settling into, I guess, our main two characters for right now. Um, and kind of getting a little bit more, I don't know, getting a little bit more of an idea about the sort of 
story that is it's it's branching out like you're getting like little threads here and there uh, and you don't know what's true um right. and i'm wondering i mean i don't know what's what because yeah he had the they had the badge revealed on his body that was left behind but she doesn't know that and he is hiding it from her um mm-hmm. And they make a lot of allusions to that, and like like what you said, like he's like, I really wish I could get in touch with the police right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, but now it seems like this is going beyond the police. This is now we're at this Mr. Hamilton, um, and it kind of made me wonder, like, because it's like, what are they after? That's where they go back and forth about what they're after, trying to get to. It's like, well, there's you and all this stuff, and she's like questioning him, and I'm just wondering now. I'm like, well, is was this something like? set up are they actually maybe really after her or is the boy like is liam in on this whole whatever's going on and you know i don't know and we don't have enough really i don't know as far as i can tell enough clues to really say either way um because it's written well and Mm -hmm. yeah so that's kind of where i'm like how deep does this go and what is it all for like the um the design what is the uh, the design on the axe that shows up? Let's see. It's where maybe it's just on it, one it, side it, of it or the art maybe just doesn't always show it. But like it's got that like kind of thorn looking design. And I thought at some point in the first issue, it like started glowing, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. When they it, when they when they first show it to June and then they walk away, it glows. Yeah. It glows yeah. in its little display thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then it glows here when he first notices that he's hold that she's holding an axe. Yeah. Um yes. Yeah, uh, as far as like yeah, I don't know. I, obviously I I'd love to hear your speculation and stuff on all that, but I guess I'll just give my two cents. It's as far as like a horror comic, um this issue isn't very uh horrific, I guess. Uh <laughs> but it's 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 uh, to me overall part of a more interesting ongoing uh story. And so, um, you know, obviously you do have the horror elements, uh, you know, along the lines of like American werewolf in London or like frighteners or something where you've got sort of the dead lingering to talk to, except for the difference here is like, you know, it's just a head and obviously it's a different story, but like it kind of plays, uh, not quite as like comedically as like, a like a frighteners or American werewolf, like did at some points but it still it, oddly enough kind of lightens the book in certain parts of the conversation they're having and i do i enjoy it. it's not i don't but i don't feel like it's a cheap joke or a humor thing it, it plays really well and naturally so uh yeah i thought it was uh i thought it was good and again it's just one that like i think i think it's gonna make a good however long this is i, I know you told me before i don't remember if this is a limited series or if they're trying to purposefully be kind of vague about how many it's going to be or not, but, um, they're, they're all six parters. Okay. That's right. You said, and you said that last time now that I'm, yeah. Um, so I think it'll probably make for a good, a really good, like trade, like as a work playing as a graphic novel, I think, uh, probably be cool. Like, you know, just a little story. That's not necessarily an ongoing horror story, but dude, um, yeah. What else, man? You, you're the one who always enlightens me on the details and I'm like, okay, so now what did I miss? <laughs> what did I get wrong? <laughs> I don't think you got anything wrong, actually. I mean, it's it, the thing. The thing with the issue is, I, I had a really good time reading it. Like when it, just sitting down and reading it, and just the the conversations between everybody. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. And it's actually split 
right down the middle. It's like basically two stories right down the middle. The page where the, the staple comes through, that middle page, goes from the two of them, her in the head, and then to her in Hamilton. It's yeah. like split right down the middle, basically. And, Very cool. Um, so it, it, it's almost like two separate, completely different uh, a f- different feel to the story. Yeah. And um, just a, a completely different thing. And I think that's the problem with this issue. I mean, I, I enjoyed reading it and stuff, but it didn't feel much progression was made until the very end. Like that last page or yeah. two when you, when, when she finds out, when she takes, she finds the clippers yeah. in the pocket. And then he comes up from behind her and hits her with the chain. And that's when you're like, oh. Yeah, shit. But that's basically the only progression. Other than that, I think a lot of it is still. I mean, you're still talking a lot about a lot of character development. Yeah, on the issue. Yeah, the first part, the two of them. Yeah, and I mean, what they do, I guess, as far as progression, you're right. Uh, the only other thing I might add would be that, like, if if these seeds that I'm at least picking up on, that it seems like maybe they're planning that kind of cast some doubt on the story that we've understood so far. Um, mm-hmm. It, then I'm like, okay, well, that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's some cool, like, little things they're planning there. But at the same time, we're halfway through. And I haven't been thinking about these books in, with that mindset of, like, six issues. Um, but if that's the case, yeah, we're halfway through this series. And, you know, we're still, we don't have a basket full of heads. We got one head. Uh, and that's fine. Yeah. But again, I'm, I, you know, I just hope it doesn't end up being a thing where we get to the last issue and it's all sort of rushed together. Because um, I hate that. And sometimes it can do that and still be good enough to stand, even though the ending doesn't necessarily stick to landing for some books. But like, it still kind of takes away in a you know in a certain sense of like being like, wow, what a satisfying read. Um, but you know, I I don't have any reason to think that this would be that way. But I'm just basing it off of you know other comic books. That that, <laughs> that would really suck because you got because even though I did like all the conversations and everything, I mean, how much spaces here with her talking to Hamilton of stuff that you don't need if you're going to rush the end. Yeah. You know, like flesh it out a bit. Right. Or just try to, yeah, don't, don't rush the ending. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I do. I actually like, like the shift though, like where you pointed out where like, literally in the middle of the book, it splits to like, and I think it gives us this, this kind of feeling of like, by the time it does shift, you're comfortable with these two characters together and their journey, like mm-hmm. you've, you've jumped on with the journey, what they're doing uh, and trying to figure everything out. Obviously, you know, he's hiding a bunch of shit, but like then it goes from being comfortable to all of a sudden, well, here's this new character and where's this going? And we, what, you know what I mean? It kind of adds the tension, uh, which I think is cool. Um, but I, I'm with you, too. I'm kind of like, OK, I hope, you, you know, hopefully this was all planned to, uh, well enough in advance and no one made any last minute changes where they had to start rushing. You know, I, w- I would hope that like. I don't know. With somebody like a Joe Hill, he seems like the kind of writer that might be like, no, we're not releasing anything until the whole thing is done or something like that. So I'd be like, that's, mm-hmm. that'd be the way to do it. So we know it was a well fleshed out story. But uh, anyway. One, one thing I want to know though, does Hamilton know the head is alive? Because he goes over, he goes to the back of the truck to grab the chain and he sees the head. Oh yeah. In the basket. And he's the, he's, and the head is looking at the chain. So he just, does he know? That the head is alive or not? Or I don't. I mean, she, acting dead, right? Because she, she, yeah, she told him to play dead, <laughs> and uh, he. Uh, well, maybe he's actually, maybe he actually is dead, and she's imagining it all. Like they even said, is this real? In this, he's like, you know, oh, fuck, in the, in the man. beginning, they're, talk, they're talking about 
is is this even real? He's like, I can t- taste beach sand in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and this is pretty real to me. And then she slices her, her leg or her arm open. Yeah, that's real blood. Yeah. And even looking back at the, at the conversation stuff, she even wipes the snot from his face with her shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's starting to, like, baby him. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's funny. But, yeah, I mean, it, it could all be in her head. He might actually be dead. I don't know. That's but, a really know, good just... thought. That's a good point. Like, she's suffered this, she's in this traumatic situation, and this is, like, her brain's way of, like, dealing with the trauma of everything that just happened, the fact that she just beheaded a guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would be an interesting to Yeah, again, there's a lot of potential here for, like, I don't know, or it, or they might even just play it, like, straightforward, and it's like, no, it is what it is. It's a magical axe, and he's talking. Uh, and Which I think... <laughs> do I? I'd be fine with that. I'd, I'd yeah. be fine with that. I think that'd be great. For yeah. sure, absolutely. But, I mean... So, but like, apparently Hamilton's in on this. So, yeah. And, and like I, like I said, I do feel like the, the, the sheriff is, is in on this. He's probably the, the main player in it. And, um, and it, actually it might even be Hamilton who started it all because they were working on his property. The, the inmates that escaped were working on, on his property. And, uh, and I, what I feel like is that the, those inmates are actually dead. And these are actually cops that are doing this that are pretending to be the inmates um, to try to get something out of Liam or even, I don't know, Liam might even be in on it too. Yeah, I just, I'm curious as to about, like, did they, okay, wait, actually, did they say how much money he took or did they not know? $10,000? I think they, he, he guessed that it was like 10000 Okay. It just yeah, seems like so, I mean, it's, quite the it, conspiracy all, to like get, Ten, you know what I mean? Between a bunch of different people to try to get ten thousand dollars to what split it? You know what I mean? I know it's a different yeah, it's time that they've set it in, so you know it, it was a lot more money back then. But like, also yeah. he keeps talking about like they're trying to get answers about they're looking for something that he has, and so you would think, oh, maybe the money, but maybe he found something else. You know, maybe he found something else yeah. on the body don't, that was. Don't forget, they also they also killed a guy too. <laughs> And they and I think that they they used that as an excuse. They said, "Oh, he fell down the stairs." I think they actually killed him. Who? Just okay. To get, who did they kill? What? Who, what was the? In the, the um, it was the it was the yeah it was in the first one. Um, the the guy they the inmates they steal a boat. That's right. right. And yeah, yeah. This guy goes to try to you know, hey, that's my boat. He runs down the stairs and apparently he fell down the stairs and died. Uh, I think they actually killed him and they used that as a way to get the sheriff's wife and son out of the house so they okay. could go get Liam because they went directly to the sheriff's house and, uh, and to, to actually get Liam on purpose. Um, hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's a, uh, a conspiracy somehow, but uh, yeah. $10,000, I don't know if it's worth it. There, there's something else there. There's something else going on. He's not telling the truth. Yeah. That's yeah. Something is um, again, it's, it's hard to tell. It's it, even, and maybe that's, I don't know. I do think it's well written, but like maybe we won't know till it's over. But it's like a fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to speculate speculate that deep too soon. Uh, <laughs> like about what? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I, either way, I'm enjoying it, and it has us talking and asking questions and kind of like digging deeper. And we care enough to do that. So I think that's a sign yeah. of like uh, a pretty pretty well written story, man. Um, I agree. Uh, yeah, and so this uh, man, Lolo Woods. <laughs> you, yeah. how many times have you read this? 
I think I've probably read it like four. Okay. See, I've got two. Um, yep. No, I, I write the reviews on Weird Science. So, yep, you know, that's I, I read, right. You know, I read it twice before I read, and then I, I read it again and then again tonight just cool. to, to kind of recap it. Um, and, and last time we were talking about, because you, you, know, you mentioned you, you can never remember how many parts there are to these. And last time I said that, I think that this might be the one if – if it goes longer than that, this might be the one just because of the story that it is. And um, you have a town, like all these stories from this one town that you could tell. So if you're going to go past that six, I so far out of the three that we have, it's not like this one isolated thing. There's probably a whole bunch of stories that you could tell yeah. from one town. That's I, I forgot the name of the town. It's got a weird name, too. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Shutter to Shutter Think. Shutter to Think. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to look up some of what uh, Carmen Maria Mikado, Mikado, I don't know how exactly you say it, but... Machado, Mikado. Machado, Mikado. Um, look up some of the some, you know, previous work, work there. Cool. Um, but yeah, what do you want to start with an overview <laughs> or something? I don't even know where to begin. I mean... <laughs> So you have two friends. They're basically best friends, girls. They're in high school. And it starts with them waking up in a movie theater. And uh, they they don't remember falling asleep. They didn't even, they didn't get to the opening credits. So they think they might have been drugged. I don't know. It, it's really weird. Um, there was something, you know. So, and they, they, they have uh, – they're trying to remember what happened. So you have the, both of their heads in, you know, in the art. And, uh, you know, they have the uh, – and one of them, so wait, is it V? Yeah. So one of the name is one of their names is L, and the other one is V. And uh, in uh, L's head, she could she can remember like the popcorn being made and having the butter put on it. And then V's head, they're eating the popcorn, and then there's somebody at the end of looks like at the end of an aisle. So she might remember that somebody else was there. Um, and uh, the movie that they're watching is actually Sea Dogs which is the story that's at the end of all of these issues. And uh, it's actually directed by, uh, by Rob Reiner. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I thought that was funny, yeah. <laughs> and actually, yeah, yeah. But you also, there's like a, a movie poster in, uh, in the movie theater for Seven because it takes place in 1995. That's right. Uh, and I actually think like the, the art and the, and the, uh, the font for the, for the text and everything actually looks like it could be from an, like an indie comic from that era which I, I really enjoyed yeah enjoyed that but um they come out and there's one guy that they go to school with and he's the only guy there and I'm like hey uh josh uh, are you the only guy in the theater uh, is there something you want to tell us and he, he looks scared for a second and as they walk out he's like wait did you enjoy the movie this creepy yeah. grin <laughs> all of a sudden and, uh, it, yeah i thought that was really weird um, and so they, they leave and they get on, uh, on L's bike and go home. Um, and then there's a, a big thing about, uh, talking about, uh, this is where she talks about the book, uh, the awakening. She talks about the, the awakening for some reason. Um, but yeah, she's, um, I'm not sure what, um, if, cause we, we know that, uh, V is a, is a lesbian. We don't know if L is. But she talks about how she could never fall in love with a man, yeah, and uh, stuff like that. And uh, and they're on their way home, and basically, I mean, it's just Elle thinking to herself all this stuff that's going on. And then a rabbit jumps out in front of the bike and knocks them down. And then there's this big 
deer creature with almost like human hands and claws just looking at them and making these weird like ew sounds. Yeah. Really stuff. What is that? Dude, I don't I was like, what is going on in this thing? Like Yeah. It's like it has a human almost like human esque head, but like antlers that are crazy, like that actually kind of look like I don't know, fingers or something, and then yeah, like you said, right. claws like a human hands as well. So Dude, I don't know what the hell. Like, kind of reminds me a little bit of the fawn from uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro uh, Labyrinth. Or is it not the Labyrinth. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth. If you ever saw that. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually, it reminded me of uh, The Ritual. Did you ever see The Ritual? Um, yes. You should, I'm you, just trying to did. think of which. It was one of those late night, like, Netflix movies me and my wife caught, right? Isn't that a Netflix? Um, I don't, you know what? I'm not sure. Maybe actually. it's not an original, but it, I think that's where we found it. But uh, I can't. What, I don't remember the premise gotcha. of that. So yeah, so these friends go. They they're out hiking in uh, somewhere in Scandinavia. Instead of taking the path, they want to get home that night, so they cut through the woods. Yeah, yeah, and all yeah. This creepy stuff happens, and there's almost like a thing like this. It's like like um, I I think they said it was like a descendant of Loki or something like that. <laughs> and. And it's funny because even like Detective Comics this week had a thing that reminded me of the ritual too, where they had like all these people stuck on uh, the Christmas tree. Yeah, and yeah. that happened in that movie too, where they, this thing was just sticking people onto the trees and killing them. Yeah, like that. That's but, right. But anyways, that, it was really weird. They get back on the bike and they drive away and they get the hell out of there. Um, but we learned that that uh, V is actually really really smart, um, and uh, L hates school and learning and stuff like that um but she's just uh l is just obsessed about what what just happened as she should be she's really concerned i mean they passed out in the movie theater and they don't remember what happened and they're even like was sea dogs that bad that we just forgot about it yeah uh also too i wanted to you mentioned the the panel where you've got like what's going on in each one's head um Mm -hmm. it's all swirly and you get like little clips of like eating popcorn and the butter going in and all that stuff um you do see <coughs> sorry had to mute to cough um you do see like in um on the left sorry that i'm i'm still confused about which who's named what um yeah. on the l. left you've got that's l on the left okay so it's like a, the following previous approved Oh, well, there, that's easy. Uh, I've been approved for all audiences and like all that stuff. But like you have like kind of an animalistic looking sort of eye or something. It almost kind like of, a, a bird eye. Yeah, almost. or something. Yeah, something like that. And it's uh, kind of connects to the end too. That what, kind of connects to the end too. Yeah. The, if it is a bird eye, then it does actually kind of connect. Oh, look, it looks like a parrot because look, her hair turns into a beak underneath it. Oh, shit. You're right. See what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, didn't notice that before. Um, the and then you go to L's, and like, I don't know, for some reason, like, it's more like I don't know, you have like lips, and it almost seems more like sexual or something, like, or like a Rolling Stones album cover or something, but like, yeah. there's a lot of fingers and like, uh, like lips, and like, then you have a bunch of curves and stuff. I, I don't know, I'm just to me, I got more yeah. of a, like, artistically, I got a vibe that was like kind of what's going on in their head, but also what they're memory of it was and then v throws up after like yeah. right when they feel so yeah it's kind of a weird thing There's, but that eyes what i was like okay um is that the thing that ran across the road or is it like you said towards the end but like 
I don't know. Um, sorry, I've just kind of jumped back mud, there. Sorry, there's, well, there's mud on her shoe, too. Yeah. That wasn't there before. So they have no idea what the freaking hell happened. Yeah. Really and uh, it, they, there's some of the talk in, like, the sort of narration or writing or whatever is, like, about kind of being stuck in place, like being stuck in a small town. And they talk about yeah. it um, in, like, the, I guess, because it was, like, a, what was a coal mining town? And, like, all the yeah. men that worked in the coal mines were always sick. They were bringing home the... Uh, uh, all the dust and soot and stuff was always like just on their clothes and where I don't want to read the whole thing, obviously, but it starts to, uh, it's getting into obviously. So the women are bringing, breathing in, but it's saying that like the, when babies were being born at a certain point, like the placentas were like just black. as like the soot in the coal mines. That was later. But before, before that though, like they, it talks about even the women were getting sick and they were just like blacking out and ending up in weird places. So it kind of like what happened to them, where yeah, these women in these towns from before right. would just, just black out. And if they were going through, if they had like their first, um, when they hit puberty, like they would end up in the church parking lot. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's right. the, the church parking lot, which is really weird. And some someone would end up there multiple times and just all this weird crap happening. And then um, for, for whatever reason, there was a fire in it within the coal mines some people thought it was like lightning that struck in there or something something caught fire and and even for it i guess it's it's still burning down there yeah Um, it kind of reminded me of like a silent hill kind of thing like it's just an underground that's that's a real thing that has happened that happens but like yeah just an an underground fire that basically makes some a certain area of land completely unlivable which i was like okay now we have several different things going on here like God, how? <laughs> anyway, we're not even done. I'm like, how does it yeah. tie together? But, <laughs> but yeah, but that's after that fire. That's when that whole thing happens with uh, the placenta being black and mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and uh, people just start moving out. Um, and the mining company tries to buy land off people to get them to go away. But um, and this was a long time ago, and but people are still living there, um, just because. I mean, you know, like it says, uh, they can't bring bring themselves to abandon everything they know. They want to stay there. Yeah, um, in this little town, and even it even says when when they were little, um, our two characters, it would snow, and when the snow would hit the ground, it just evaporate. Yeah, and so like, you could just it, there would be a blizzard, and you could walk through it and not even get your feet wet because it would just you know yeah evaporate right away, which is pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's crazy to <laughs> think about. I need to yeah, do more research on that on those like towns like that i remember because when that when that movie i know it's a video game and all that stuff but like when the movie of silent hill came out i was like obsessed because it's a fucked up movie i don't know if you've ever seen it but like um i played the video game i did not uh see the movie it's um i've see i'm i'm the opposite and i i knew it was a video game but like i just went to see it because it was a horror movie uh it's got a great mm-hmm. great score it's very creepy and uh really? the the climax at the end is fucking insane uh, and I, I've seen it in the last handful of years and I was like, oh my God, okay. It holds up. Uh, now it's been a few years since I've seen that, but, um, <clears throat> it's a good movie. I recommend at least testing it out and seeing again, I can't speak to its quality now, but, um, I researched kind of what they were sort of basing some of the, I guess the more real life elements of this town that they have to go to silent hill. Because uh, that's what basically happened there, um, and it was a tragedy that kind of befell 
And uh, yeah, getting the real stories, I was like, this is like an interesting thing that like you can go to one of these places and the only person that like lives there is like the quote unquote mayor of it. It's just like a person. Right. Uh, and, it's, <laughs> and it's like, a, but it's like a ghost town. It's really strange. But anyway, we can continue with our thing here. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, so uh, El, she goes, they both go home. And so you get a, you get a sense of what their family life is, is like. Um, and uh, they go to bed, and the next day, that school and and it actually gets a, gives a rundown of uh, some of her her uh, fellow students. And I thought it was, Heather hasn't been the same since Kurt Cobain died. Yeah, um, and that, that that kind of brought me back because not a lot of people were the same after that happened. That yeah, was, that was a huge deal when I was a kid. You know, but, uh, I was just behind. Several- I was just behind that man. I was just a little too young, and but my sister was like definitely into it and like loved him and i i mean i don't necessarily remember her being like bummed about it not that she wasn't but like again i was young i didn't get shit like that but like my sister always would talk about like how i don't know how it like affected her and i'm like that's just crazy like why did not why didn't i not pick that up when i was a kid at least you know maybe she didn't talk about it but who knows uh but that totally yeah. uh that was a real thing yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, I was I was fifteen, you know, fourteen, fifteen when that happened, and and the thing, I, I don't, the thing about it too is that uh, their the, their Nirvana, um, what, what is it called when they sit down with their acoustic stuff? The unplugged. Uh, unplugged uh, yeah. The unplugged. It, it was. I remember it was supposed to air one night, and then they didn't air it because Richard Nixon died. So MTV covered the death of Richard Nixon, and then they put off at Nirvana Unplugged, and so it didn't air until after he had killed himself. Jeez. So it was supposed to air before that. Yeah, and like, I, I don't know. I'll just always remember that. Every time I hear Richard Nixon, I'm like, ah, Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's crazy. I didn't know that. I, um, I've never been a big Nirvana fan. Not that I'm like, I don't like them. It's just I never really got connected with them, but like I heard uh in the pines a lead belly cover that they did for i think for the yeah. unplugged thing and that song it, their mm-hmm. version of that dude is just like it's good man it's really good it is uh, it's very good yeah yeah but also you know like like you said you're you're younger you're younger than me that like around that time was is when when they were out is the most influential time of your life yeah. uh, for what age that I was and it really develops the kind of music that you can be into and uh, you're even like the uh, the movies and the entertainment that you're into and the books and everything right. like that so they were like a huge part of just basically who I am so it yeah. was it was a really big deal for me that's awesome and, I mean, uh, yeah that's why this this book kind of really just kind of just brings me back to a place yeah that's cool because <laughs> everything about Everything about this is so mid nineties. Yeah, and the clothes to the art to everything, and it, it's it's really cool. I mean, the hairstyles and, and everything yeah. is it brings you right back to there, which is cool. Yeah, the art the artists uh, really did artists, I guess, a plural, I'm sure. But um, we'll find mm-hmm. that page eventually. But um, what what? Sorry, I'll, last thing I'll even say about this, what year was that that Cobain died? That was uh, 1994. 94 okay yeah I see believe, i was i was born in 87 so i wasn't really like yeah yeah i wasn't yeah, <laughs> like was, paying attention uh to and that was, i believe i want to say it was april 1994 so i had just turned 14 okay right on uh, 
which is like, yeah. So at that age, I mean, you're going through some shit yeah. <laughs> in your head. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. Where are you at on the conspiracy theory? You think it was uh, suicide? You think she did it? I don't think she did. I, <laughs> no, no. I have no um, opinion. I don't know anything. So I'm just I mean, like, I've always she's, heard that. She's, she's freaking crazy. Yeah. She really is. Um, but I mean, and it's, yeah, I don't think she did. He, he had a lot of problems. Yeah, for so, sure. And, and just the way he was, um, and, and, uh, he, he felt a lot of things. A lot of people like that feel a lot of things and, uh, and you can hear it in their music um, and they don't know how to to escape it, and so they use drugs and stuff, and they fall into, they just go in a downward spiral, and I yeah. think that's just that's what happened with him. So yeah, yeah. right on, man. Well, you, uh, I mean, you see, I mean, you see all these guys like Anthony Bourdain, yeah, and all these people that, but you never expect this to happen, and it was uh, with him. It was always right in front of your face. Yeah, it was. It was always right there. Yeah, it was part of the hidden in plain sight. Him. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. But yeah. anyways, moving yeah, on. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, here there, yeah, we meet a bunch of the classmates, and then you met, um, and then you, she describes Jessica, who V has, it says had a thing for since fifth, since fifth grade, um, but they actually do <laughs> have a thing. Like, they, I, I guess it's a secret thing. I don't know, like, if it's supposed to be secret. Now, it doesn't seem like they're a thing at school. But like, mm-hmm. um, L takes V to her house, and like you get kind of a, you know, little uh, risque little uh, strangers in the night uh, <laughs> rendezvous. But it, yeah, they don't. So they, they it's not like a, a public relationship. They don't talk about it in school. They kind of they don't even talk to each other. It doesn't even look like in school. So it's very kind of a like a hush hush thing. And mm-hmm. um, and I mean, you're talking. I mean, it's not you know, 2020 here, we were, we were right. talking, you know, a, a while ago where this stuff was still, especially as kids and stuff, this is, this is a big no, no. Yeah, um, for sure. Especially in probably in a little town like this. Oh, absolutely. Comes out a coal mining like town. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're, they're keeping it quiet, but, but these actually getting a little more, um, like risky with it in school, like, like staring her down, looking yeah. at her and admiring her and as they walk past each other and stuff like that. And, um, now I don't know if, if L actually has a thing for her teacher. I couldn't figure that out either. Respect because she, she's like, yeah, I, and of course I love Mrs. Karst. Does she yeah. actually love her or does she just like, I don't know. just have a massive admiration for her. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get that. I didn't, I didn't understand that. Well, so. cause the what wording is, the wording is strange. Cause she's like, and because I have very, just after describing Jessica, she's like, and because I have very good taste, I love Miss Karst, um, <laughs> who was actually a teacher that seems to care about the future of L and like, you know, getting into a college and all this stuff. And she's not really, she doesn't think that she would be able to even go, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like the thing there. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I felt like they well, did they, mention it again. Um, they do because they, she says you don't want to miss, disappoint Miss Karst uh, when they're talking about her English midterm. And it's funny because I actually had a teacher like this too that I absolutely like. I just adored her. I didn't love her. I would, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't like a crush or anything. But like, I I did not want to upset her in any way because it was it was actually English. Like, 
I sucked at math. I was great at English. There were certain things I was really good at. Same and everything. here. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> exact same thing. Things that I, I flunked at all the time. And uh, and I, if I upset her in any way, it would upset me, you know, because I was one of her her best students and everything. And I, I feel like it might be one of those things where she really tries to bring her along and believes in her. And I don't think she has a lot of people that actually believe in her. Yeah. So I think that might be that might be the thing. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's it's weird. Like she's actually they. Uh, go more into her home life briefly for a page um, with like her parents who are distracted with whatever their hobbies are. But she's, you don't get her mother's a waitress and her, her dad's on disability and he's sitting there doing a a a, model. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, that's really kind of like, there's a lot of narration, but you just, you get a little brief thing. So you don't know necessarily what it's like. Cause then, uh, v is just like sitting on the couch with, I guess, her mom, maybe like watching TV or something. It's just kind of like seems bleak, and hers is like, okay, well, she's living with her parents. Maybe they are involved, and it's not, it's not presented as like a, I don't know, a negative thing. So who knows? I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know what they're, what, how much more they're going to dig into that, or if that's just a little bit of context for the town, you know. Um, but right. uh, so. Yeah, so L drops uh, V off at Jessica's house where they do their thing, and at well, I love I love how she's like you know you don't have to drive. She actually you know they she gets on the back of her bike and and uh, L drives her there. She's like you don't have to do this every time. And she's like I love getting you laid. I dream about <laughs> getting you laid. It's my entire purpose in my life. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that was kind of. <laughs> and and it just kind of shows their their friendship where they're joking around there and everything and they're just really close friends forever yeah for a long time for sure and, has, and, yeah. and that's kind of where V is like hey because you know the whole time she's been like ah nothing happened at the theater I don't want to talk about it just forget it uh, and then she just kind of brings up like out of nowhere in this conversation like promise me you're not going to think about the theater anymore. Uh, and she's mm-hmm. like, okay, don't tell me what to do. Fine. Make yourself miserable. Just have fun. Love a girl. That's where you get this, uh, scene where, uh, V and Jessica hook up and then you have, uh, I, okay. What is this? Cause you see the clock. It's like one Oh four in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. this like flame thing. What, what did you make of that? Like what is flying by? I don't know, and it's talking about birds and stuff. Yeah, and it, this flame thing comes out of the sky, and for whatever reason, it takes a huge U-turn and goes from it's going down towards the house. And then, however, it, I don't know how it ends up in her finger, right? I, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, but the thing about the, the, I thought that the whole thing about the birds thing was cool though, because um, it says you know that uh, that's the thing about birds—they warn us with their presence, with their absence, yeah. with their song, with their silence, their flight, the way they flood the skies. They're the closest thing that we have to prophecies, except prophecies. Now, do you know why birds calm us with their songs, and when they you don't hear birds, you get nervous? Uh, it's actually—it's an evolutionary trait. Huh. Like we've learned that because if if the birds aren't singing, there's a predator. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that makes sense. There's a present because the birds will see it and they'll freaking fly away, or they're, yeah. they're going to shut up <laughs> to yeah. not call attention. Right. Right. So it's a yeah. trait for us as a species. So that's why when you hear birds singing stuff, it's like ah, everything's cool. Yeah. And then when they're not and it's dead silent, you get uneasy. Yeah. So it's like, I, that I, makes I so much sense of, as to why it's like going out on like 
the porch or something in the morning, like when you first get up, like cup of coffee and like you hear birds singing, it's just like, wow, this is relaxing because nothing yeah, is trying to find and murder me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nothing's trying to eat me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's great. In the spring when you walk out there, and yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Um, but it says they're always telling us what we need to know long before we know it. I wonder if they wonder why we never listen. And so she gets zapped in the finger. There's this flame, and then she gets she goes to the bathroom real quick, and then she goes back to the bed. And there's this like this giant opening in Jennifer or Jessica, Jessica, right? Yeah. In her stomach. I, I what the freaking hell? It's like <laughs> she's still asleep. Uh, yeah. And there's like a portal. Yeah. And it's like it's like a portal in her stomach, but there's also this kind of resonating like sort of rings around like coming around her body and I, uh, i'm like mm -hmm. dude what the fuck is going on uh, <laughs> you do not you do not want to be a lady in this town i'm telling you apparently you like no. um now with this portal the, the, uh the cool thing i love about this too about the time frame is that jessica actually really likes the x-files yeah i was, I was gonna say i noticed <laughs> my uh, shows, one of my favorite things. shows of all time yeah yeah I'm calling I, back to that, but yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, I wanted to point that out too. Actually, there's a couple of different um, shots of like where you see, uh, well, it's the scene like that they're hooking up. And I was like, in the background, you do see like uh, the big scene is believing with the UFO and several like. Um, Looks like Mulder and Scully. Yeah, for sure. And no telling what else. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, so sci-fi is involved. I don't know if that's a tell or if it's just like, you know, just the times. Um, Sailor Moon looks like Sailor Moon's there too. Yeah, that's what that is. That's what that is. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yeah, I was trying to see if there's anything in like that weird panel of what's inside their heads of like that portal. But I mean, the closest thing is like in between Earth. the hands of V. Like you see, um, like that person standing at the end of the aisle, and it kind of looks swirly. It's like the black swirls and like the outline of a person. But like mm -hmm. that's it doesn't really look like necessarily what we're seeing in this portal. So who knows? Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't. Re uh, very interesting, especially for how um, exposition heavy it is. Like with like, uh, is it L's writing? I think that you're reading. Yes. Is that yeah? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I thought it was very interesting going into the town and all that stuff and introducing the characters without making it feel like okay, yeah, but what about the main characters? Like I felt like it was inclusive to them and like building the world around them. Uh, and did a really good right. job of that. Um, and did a really good job of like in all of that, like planting the sort of creepy factor, it, like just here and there, just to remind you that like even though it started off like you kind of can forget getting into their lives as like high school students or whatever. And like they, you know, plant the creepy things here and there. And it's just enough to like remind you that, Hey, this is a horror story by the way. And, um, you know, I'm like, okay, dude. Uh, and they now presented us with several different things, things that seem, um, I don't know. They seem not, I mean, I know they're connected, but like, it's just, you don't know how. Also, I just noticed that when they're leaving the theater with the sea dogs and you may have mentioned this and I'm sorry if I just, I'm missed it. The bunny like, was already there. Yeah. The bunny was there the and then there. they travel and then it's however far. And the, then the bunny jumps out in front of them. So like, yep. what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but, uh, dude, I, I don't it's even know. The same thing is, 
same thing as a dollhouse. You got all this stuff going on that just doesn't seem like it connects. Yeah. And and you just want to know how it connects. Right. Like, like, how the hell? That, that big freaking deer thing. What the hell is that? Yeah. And what's happening? All these, you know, with with the fires and the in the mines and everything. And it's there. It seems like 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 I said, there's a lot more to tell from this than just yeah six issues. You could probably go on a long time with this. Yeah, and um, like I mean, and the the whole idea that like okay, well, there's women forgetting, like you were talking about, and they would like you know when they hit puberty, women were forgetting things, and like you'd know they hit puberty when you saw them standing in the church parking lot. And like obviously, mm-hmm. we start off with that basically not in the church parking lot, but it happening to. Uh, L and V, they clearly forgot something. So I, I guess I'm assuming at some point we're gonna s- maybe see what happened prior to the beginning of this book, and they'll be at some church, and maybe it all ties in there. But um, yeah, this but they, they they even say the company is is threatening to take away the church, didn't they? Like take away the lease on the church or something like that. I think so. Yeah. That's, that's, some point like they they like the the mining company is trying to get people off this land for some reason and, and they uh, still have a bunch of like coal propaganda like as they're going through the town like you see the it's like the sun sets the wind dies down coal never stops and then you have a big banner entering the downtown area and it's like everyone's goal is to mine more coal is what i'm assuming it was going to say because it stops with right, mine yeah. mo um yeah so it's like they're but still stuck back in that mindset of being cold yeah yeah it's, um so the company keeps trying to buy up our houses get people to move they tell us one day the government will raise the church and take our zip code the government will make us leave soon enough they say and pay us far less than what they're offering um yeah so i don't hmm. know if that has something to do with with any of that too yeah um but dude i don't know uh, I- with this first issue, as interesting as I thought it was, and I, I thought the art was really great in the setting and like just kind of setting up the world, um, I just don't. I'm at a loss, man, because I'm like I don't know. I really just have to wait because I don't know what the hell uh, they're they're doing with this, you know, with the, the different elements. So, uh, but I'm, I mean, I'm, again, I'm, it's good. I'm excited to see how it happens. I think so far, man. Um, I, I mean, I guess. I still don't consider this part of black label, even though it's literally on the book. It just, you know, it's an imprint within an imprint. And I'm like, I don't understand the point of that, but whatever. Uh, I feel like black label and this Hill house has been curated uh, and the Sandman universe. I don't know if you're reading any of those books Um, there. No, uh, I like most of those books. Um, And there's a couple that I was like, eh, but um for the most part, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They're interesting. But um, this, to me, is the best curated. Uh, it's the youngest, obviously, but like as far as just like solid content in the books coming out, um, I think that uh, they're doing whatever. Whatever they're doing here, I keep it up because I'm, uh, you know, I, none of it I read. And I'm like, well, this is lazy or boring or like it doesn't make sense and like not in a fun mystery kind of way. Uh, <laughs> like this, yeah, I, yeah. Know, I think it's pretty solid, man. Yeah, it's it's not like uh you know yeah the original rebirth Justice League where you have no idea what's going on and uh it's oh crap. Like God. you have no idea what's going Yeah, you have no idea what's going on and it's a good thing. Uh, like we said last right. time. And I, I thought that it was it was a good issue. It, I think it did what it, it's supposed to do. I mean, you're, it introduces it to characters. It, it it showed you what their life is like, what their personalities are like, and also um it gave you plenty of stuff to want to read more and that's yeah. like, that's what you want from a first issue 
Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, you don't you don't want answers right away. You want to be like, oh crap, what happens next? And it did a yeah. really good job of doing that, especially because there's several parts in this that just like, what the freaking hell? What is that? What is that zap with the finger at the end? What is that freaking right. deer? Yeah. <laughs> you know. And now I gotta find out. I have to. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's, it's so even, weird. Even though at the maybe at the end, you I don't know how I feel really feel about the issue. I'm moving forward. I want to know more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it, uh, so that's, it, it's, yeah. that's a fine line too. I mean, the, you can read some, some books and it's like, I don't know how I feel about this. So I'm done, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the next, um, dollhouse family three and, uh, Daphne burn. Daphne. Yeah. Come out on, uh, the eighth of January. And, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, that's just in a couple of days from now, but hopefully, I mean, I'm fingers crossed. I'm going to go ahead and record the intro and outro, uh, for this episode. As soon as we're done, <laughs> go ahead and just get it at least if not out, but scheduled. Um, cool. but, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about Daphne Byrne. I haven't read any solicits. I haven't read anything at all. So, uh, I'll be curious to see kind of how that's going to go. And at that point, that's all of the books that we know about, right? For, Hill House. Um, a, no, there is another one actually by Joe Hill. Oh, cool. Um, crap. Yeah, there's and so they, they've kind of set these up. So like, well, I think once Basketball of Heads is over, the other one comes out. Okay, um, well, that makes sense. Yeah, um, and I can't remember. It's about a boat, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's about some kind of ship, huh. not sea dogs, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a like a, a marine story basically. Huh. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name, but Daphne Byrne looks almost like kind of like a Nosferatu kind of story, which huh. is funny because Joe Hill wrote Nos- the Nosferatu, the last. Oh yeah, book the, of, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that? What? Is, okay, so I don't know. I've, I all I've seen about that. The first thing I ever saw was like the they made it. They're making a show out of it, or, or they have already started releasing a show about it. Um, but I don't know anything about it. What's the What's the deal with it? Is it what Nosferatu? Yeah, it's it, funny. It's funny because the the what you just said about you know I don't know how I feel about this and I'm out. I watched the first episode of Nosferatu, the TV show, and I was out because okay. <laughs> I was like I I was like I don't know how I feel about this and I don't feel like I uh, actually want to continue. Same hmm. thing with The Witcher. I was like I don't know if I want to move on with this. <laughs> really, I haven't watched that yet. I, I've seen clips like some action clips and I uh, thought it looked really cool. And I have a buddy that loves it, but he's like in, oh, really? he's into that lore like. He knows everything oh. about The Witcher, so I'm like, okay, yeah. well, all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I love I love Henry Cavill. Yeah, I want to love everything that he's in. Right, and uh, I I heard it gets I think episode four it gets incredible is what I've heard. Cool, but you got to make it through. You got to make it through those first episodes. Yeah, that's always the hard yeah. part. Is like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I really was hoping that I could just very quickly find the. Uh, the other book that you're talking about, um, it's not popping up, but, uh, oh, well, I was just going to go ahead and real quick, give some, uh, credit where credit is hold, due. Hold on. What's up? Uh, Daphne Bird dollhouse. It's not even on like the upcoming things on the back of the books. Okay. It's so far away. Cause they have like up next for January. So it's not even coming out in January. Okay. It's more like February. Yeah. Um, and actually, Basketful of Heads is seven issues. Uh, is it really? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, obviously, it's just one more, yeah. but the others are six. 
and plunge. That's the one you're looking for. The plunge. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's something terribly wrong with them. And then the storm closes in. The research ship derelict disappeared in the Arctic 40 years ago. So when its crew is found, why haven't they aged a day? How did they become capable oh. of feats of unbelievable mathematics? And for God's sakes, what happened to their eyes? They misspelled happened oh. on the DC Comics website. <laughs> Come on, DC. Speaking of editors not doing their fucking jobs. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's just my personal <laughs> thing. Um, okay. We can, we, I know it's getting late on your end, and, uh, but I wanted to say anything of note in the Sea Dogs backup, because as you know, I'm not reading them. Um, <laughs> I probably will maybe no. go back at some point and be like, oh, let's see what this was. But I just don't feel like. You know, I know I look at it's two pages and I'll, I'll look at them. And I'm like, OK, doesn't look like anything's really happening. So it's just people. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I watched I, I read the first four and I was like, OK, I'm just going to wait till the end. Yeah. Um, but now one of the one of the very handy things that they have on these books, though, is it tells you what part each issue has on the you cover. The yeah. Cover, right. So plus chapter six of Sea Dogs. So when you go to read it, you could actually just line them all up. Right. Yeah. And read them that way, and that—that's just the way I'm going to do it. Yeah, I might—I might do that too. Yeah, because yeah. again, at, at two pages, it's like, well, it's not going to take long at all. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, but, I, but I also, got... it's like, what what the hell happened last time? You do what? <laughs> you know, what happened last time? Like, it, it, it was two pages. Are you really going to remember what happened the last time <laughs> in the last issue? <laughs> and yeah, it's and plus, like I said, there's a lot of characters. It's it's all these different characters that are doing their part to do this one thing. Huh. So I'm just do it in the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just makes sense to do oh, that. Oh wait, so. I, I guess maybe it wraps up with this, like I don't know what this wave of books or something. That's that's the only thing. And now I don't know anything about. Like it doesn't say like oh plunge is going to have you know a part of Sea Dogs in it or anything like. None of them actually say that. So I don't know where that's yeah. going to wrap up. But anyway. It's, it's, it's supposed to be in every Hill House comic oh, okay. until it's over. So it's literally just an yeah. ongoing thing. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, right on, man. Um, uh, dude, do you have anything you want to add about the books? or Because no, nah, I'm, I'm just good. waiting at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm good. Right on, man. Well, uh, dude, where uh, – I mean, this has been a blast, obviously, and we can lament on that, but – uh, real quick, where, uh, what do you want to promote? Where sh- people should find you? Um, you know, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I, uh, I have a wine blog, uh, thewinestalker.net. It's uh, at thewinestalker on uh, on Twitter and and all the other social media stuff. And stalker, as in like stalking in the bushes, creepy stalking, and not stocking shelves and stuff. Yeah, uh, and also uh, at Joey Casco which is more of my comic-related stuff that I do. Um, and I also I do reviews for WeirdScienceDCComics.com uh, all the time. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's awesome. Um, oh, one thing. Sorry. One thing I wanted to add, because you brought up um, that deal in the Detective, uh, I think it's 118 or 10, 1018 that just came out. Yep. Um, and, dude, the last couple of weeks for DC Comics, like the mainline books – I feel like it's been like, oh, like overly like violent for some reason. <laughs> like, like that one like starts with like this crazy like whatever he is, uh, old school. Uh, what is it? Um, 
whatever. I don't know. Uh, it reminded me of yeah, like the red Viking. Yeah, Viking. That's what. Yeah. That, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, like <laughs> smashing people up with like an axe and like again like people's bodies and like hanging from a tree and like ribs sticking out and stuff. I was like, geez. And that wasn't the only only example. Um, me and Jordan for DC Comics Squadcast we covered the uh, Wonder Woman Dead Earth number one. There was another black label like one of the magazine sized. Uh, yep. and, uh, spoiler alert, it's dude, it's fucking awesome. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know that was that week. And then this past week has been like really bloody when it comes to just like your, your mainline characters. So I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, and it all happened at the same time, you know, it's just really strange. Anyway, didn't know if you had noticed yeah, yeah. that or not, but, uh, no, I haven't actually, no. um, all right, dude, it's been a blast. Um, I'm going to st- do some a little bit of editing here and then hopefully have a little bit of time to get through this uh to be red stack and i gotta figure out what i gotta figure out what i'm gonna um cover for you know the next the next episode of like old school comics you know like the uh, yeah, yeah. The, the other episodes and stuff but it's been yeah. again now that things are like dying down i should have more time to like uh, you know, do this on a better schedule, but also keep up with the old school comics and all that shit. But uh, anyway, dude, thanks one, for coming on. What what was up? One thing you should check out is that the uh, that monster of Frankenstein from Marvel. Yeah, um, dude, I, thank you for reminding me. I meant to uh, actually look it up because I didn't know um the monster of Frankenstein. Yeah, um, it's it's huge thing, and it, from the seventies, it's like. 530 pages and it just goes throughout like throughout the 1970s and uh, it's it, it's really good um and of course there's a lot of stuff that you would expect from horror comics or just comics in general that's like what the freaking hell is that it's yeah. cheesy and stupid but th- that's what you want <laughs> yeah and and it, it it's really well done i i'm really enjoying it awesome, so that's man. something you should probably look into hell yeah no yeah. i've got it pulled up on amazon right now um, it's just cool. It's, it's funny. Those characters like Thor and like Frankenstein and, and, uh, I guess I don't know about Dracula, but like, I know those characters that can kind of cross between the different publishers because they're not, or I guess not original to the publishers. So like right. Marvel having Frankenstein or Marvel and DC both having Frankenstein things are, are very interesting to me, but, uh, it was completely different too. Yeah. They, they have different takes on the character. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love the DC Frankenstein. I love him. He's so good. Yeah, that agents of uh, shade. <laughs> I think it was just the one trade that they had in, in new 52. Yeah. That dude, I love that yep. thing, man. It was good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. Right. And we'll, uh, and I guess, uh, we'll get those books. Uh, well, next week. So, I uh, will figure out when to record those two, and uh, hopefully they continue the tradition of uh, you know cool, interesting stories that we want to continue talking about. <laughs> so, uh, I hope so, absolutely, I hope man. So. All right, take All care, right, man. Well, you, you too. Have a good night. All right, thanks again, everybody, for listening in. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Like I said before, that you're here, uh, just enjoying some good old horror comics uh even if we are covering some of the new variety uh i wouldn't be covering it on this show if i didn't think it was worth it or if i didn't enjoy it obviously um and uh again gonna be sifting through the options i've kind of pulled out for future episodes uh near future episodes of some older stuff to talk about and uh joey and i are going to continue to do this Hill House Comics thing for, you know, 
for as long as it goes. And I also will be catching up with two issues of uh, Something is Killing the Children, uh, another new comic. But I think I don't mind letting that one build up since I'm doing it by myself. I don't mind letting that one build up and, and just kind of get to it when I get to it and maybe focus on some older stuff. But uh, I had a blast talking to Joey and uh, go check him out. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me at Horror Comics Pod on Twitter, uh, Horror Comics Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you, you know, feel free to write in. I would love to hear uh, feedback, uh, suggestions on reading material. Uh, I mean, I've asked several, a ton of times that I've only ever actually gotten, actually one time, but I haven't gotten really hardly anybody actually sending in uh, quote unquote real life horror stories. And I don't mean quote unquote as in, I don't believe you just like, whatever real life i don't know how to phrase it your your original like real life uh not fictional uh ghost stories horror stories weird things i want to hear them and i want to talk about them on the show uh so send them my way at on either uh twitter or gmail and uh also if you're a uh, horror comics creator uh writer or artist and you've got something coming up that you want to promote. I've got um, a backlog here of several different books that I'm uh, wanting to review that I was sent review copies of and that I've actually bought and uh, it's good stuff and it's coming up here and I apologize to the author, <laughs> authors and the uh, artists who I've said, yep, I'm reviewing it. I am still going to be reviewing it. It's just things went a little uh, fucking crazy recently. So uh, settled now. And uh, we'll be getting back to those and giving them their due diligence because I want to promote independent writers and artists and comic book creators, uh, horror content creators. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully your entry, not entries, but just your content that if you want to send it my way, please do. Again, horrorcomicspodcast at gmail.com and horrorcomicspod on Twitter. All right, y'all. Thank you. Have a great rest of whatever time of day or night it is for you. And uh, until next time, just keep on reading and supporting those horror comics. Good night.